Welcome to 321 I Relaunch, the podcast about strategies, advice, and success stories for returning to work after a career break. This is Carol Fishman Cohen, CEO of I Relaunch, and today we're going to do something a little different. Usually I interview our subject, but today our subject is going to interview me. We're going to turn the tables on our format. And today, Matthew Temple is going to be the person interviewing me. Matthew Temple is the Director of Alumni and Professional Development for the Kellogg School of Management at Northwestern University, where he and his team deliver career and executive coaching to 50,000 alumni globally. He presents career workshops all over the world and coaches senior executives as well as emerging leaders in high potential and leadership development programs. Matthew holds a BA from Harvard University and an MBA in finance, marketing, and organizational behavior from the Kellogg School of Management. And most importantly for us here at iRelaunch, Matthew has been on our iRelaunch advisory board since 2008. And he was the first person we spoke with when we were figuring out how to launch our very first iRelaunch Return to Work conference back in 2008. Matthew, I think I will turn it over to you. Thank you, Carol. I'm looking forward to being on the question-asking side of the conversation for a change. Let's start with asking you a bit about your personal story. You returned to work after a long career break. Can you tell us about it? Sure. So. You're right. I did take an 11-year career break. I was in 11 years out of the full-time workforce. Uh, my career break began uh, in February of 1990 when I was on maternity leave with my first child. And I had been working at Drexel Burnham Lambert, the investment bank in the late 80s. And uh, I was on maternity leave with my first child when the company collapsed in February of 1990. It's a long time ago, and I know some of our listeners will remember it and some won't, but it was the same kind of speed in which we saw Lehman Brothers collapse uh, in 2008 uh, for very different reasons, but it felt sort of the same in, in terms of the, the suddenness. So I did not have a company to return to. Uh, I knew I was going to want to have more children. My husband and I weren't getting any older. Uh, we wanted to have more kids. We ended up having three more kids over the next five years. So I was caught up in this whole cycle of, of, uh, of being home with young kids and, and having more of them. And I didn't really feel like recruiting material during that time. So. Uh, I stayed home and I did some project work for the corporate finance group in Boston where I had been working because even though the parent company had gone under, uh, they still had a viable business. So they reincorporated on their own. I did project work for them for the five years I was having more children. And then I was completely out of the workforce when I had my fourth uh, for a six year period uh, with, with my kids. And back in 2001, uh, which sounds like a really long time ago, I returned to work at Bain Capital, the investment firm here in Boston, in their high yield debt management group. And I was there for about a year and then ended up leaving there, uh, in part because I skipped an important part of the process. I, I 
Uh, I didn't do a new career assessment uh, when I was 42 years old to figure out whether my interests and skills had changed. Uh, so I ended up leaving and became the subject of a Harvard Business School case study that was written about my relaunch. Uh, and you actually can look that up if anyone's interested in reading the details. And then I ended up, along with Vivian Steer-Rabin, who also relaunched her career. She has five kids and relaunched after a seven-year career break. We got a book contract to write a book called Back on the Career Track. And that book came out in 2007. And that was the same year that we co-founded iRelaunch. And then I think, Matthew, we had our conversation with you uh, a year with, within a year of that, because one of the first things we wanted to do was to create our own return to work event. And that's how the iRelaunch Return to Work Conference was born. That's great. Can you tell us a bit about iRelaunch, specifically how did it start and how has it evolved since inception? Sure. So we didn't have a grand plan years ago to start iRelaunch. It really came out of what was happening during our book research. So when we were doing the research for Back on the Career Track, we were interviewing not only 100 women who had returned to work after being home with their children, because at the time um, we were solely focused on women who were taking career breaks for childcare reasons. And I should say that now we look at relaunchers much more broadly, there are men who relaunch careers um, as well as women for childcare reasons and men and women who relaunch careers for elder care or pursuing a personal interest or a personal health issue, a whole range of reasons. Um, but at the time, we were focused on women returning to work after career breaks for childcare reasons. So we had interviewed over 100 women to understand their personal stories. We didn't want to generalize just from to our own experiences. And we were also having conversations with employers and academics and recruiters and work-life experts. So we started getting asked to speak about our own return to work stories and what we were learning um, through the book research. And then there was a lot of activity pre-recession um, among uh, companies. I don't, I don't wanna say a lot of activity. There was activity pre-recession um, among companies and uh, in academic institutions focusing on relaunching careers. Uh, Lehman Brothers had the Encore program for relaunching finance professionals. Tuck, uh, Dartmouth Business School was running a back to business program. Uh, we were involved in, in both of those. Uh, UBS was running a program with Wharton. There was a fair amount of activity pre-recession. So we were involved in some of that and uh, we kept getting requests to help companies uh, work on their programs or source for their programs. Or, you know, we were involved in some of the focus groups that Tuck ran when they were first forming their, um, their program. So ultimately, uh, we decided to form iRelaunch in response to those requests. And the very first thing that we wanted to do was to create the iRelaunch Return to Work Conference, which is our one-day uh, career reentry strategy event where people learn about how to relaunch careers and can have conversations with employers. We can talk about that in more detail later. Um, but we we also started getting involved in a whole range of other activities. Um, at this point, we're very focused on working with individual companies and groups of companies uh, in creating career reentry programs of all kinds. Some of them uh, involve internships, some of them involve professional development days, 
Some of them are direct hire uh, efforts to bring people on board who have taken career breaks without any kind of um, internship or professional development day. So we support companies across the board and helping them pilot, develop these programs, source for them, we present in them, and we publicize them. Uh, we've also started to do these group initiatives where we work with groups of companies uh, starting career reentry programs at the same time. And we have a, a two-year running uh, program with the Society of Women Engineers called the STEM Reentry Task Force. And we now have 14 global companies involved uh, with, with that initiative. And we manage it with the Society of Women Engineers. We co-lead it. And every month we meet with these companies and we're the subject matter experts and we coordinate with the Society of Women Engineers to publicize the programs and, and um, create a landing page where everyone can find out information about them. And so we get involved in, in, though, in that range of ways with, with those group initiatives and we're trying to bring that model across different industry sectors. So that's another piece of what we do. Uh, and then we have tools and resources for individuals returning to work. Some, is, some of them are free and some of them people can pay for. So we just launched the Roadmap product, which is a five-stage multimedia self-paced return to work product uh, for individuals. That's something that we charge for. We charge uh, $79 for that. And then we also, as our major pro bono project, worked with Lean In to create Lean In Return to Work, that Lean In Return to Work chapter, which is free. And we have six sessions of curriculum on that. So I, that's a range of the different types of activities we're involved in. At this point, our iRelaunch community number is about 36,000. Uh, and it's, it's national and somewhat international. And I guess on top of this, I speak all over the world and across the country on career reentry topics um, at, and for employers and individuals and at universities. So that's some of what we're doing. Thank you. What, what happens at an iRelaunch Return to Work conference? So the conferences, it's interesting. We haven't really changed the model of the conference since we started um, the, the basic model. We tweaked the agenda a lot and sort of what happens moment to moment. But the basic concept of bringing three constituencies together has not changed. We always hold the um, I Relaunch Return to Work conference at a university. We think the university setting, it, it, because we're a day of education, um, because it's neutral territory for all of our corporate sponsors, and because we feel it's a more inviting environment for our relaunchers who have been on career break for a long time and are just coming back, the university setting um, is, is just perfect. Plus, we have excellent commitment from um, our host universities and also a whole national network of university alum and college alumni career service uh, directors who publicize for us and get the word out to their alums. So people show up in the morning um, at Columbia, where we've had it for several years. Uh, we, have, we always have a capacity crowd. We always sell out. We have 600 people there. Um, we ran the event at Stanford this year for the first time. We had a capacity crowd there at 400 people um, in, in, in their facility. It was another very exciting day. So it's a one-day event. People come in the room in the morning, and sometimes they're a little anxious and nervous because they don't know what to expect, 
and because they feel like they're the only ones who are going through this transition. And then they come into this room and there are hundreds of people there who are just like them. And one of the best pieces of it is sitting down at a table and starting conversations with the other people there and realizing there are all these other great people there and they've been on career break too and they're just like me and we're all in this together. So, so that's the first piece. And then the content that we deliver um, to the, uh, uh, during the course of the day, we try to keep it very resource driven, very tactical and very focused. It's also motivational um, because of the whole subject matter and how we present it. But our first and foremost goal is not to be motivational speakers. We're really there to talk about hard and fast career reentry strategy. So that's how we start the day. We have employer panels of employers talking about their interest in the pool and talking about job search advice. Uh, we have relaunchers from all different industries um, and uh, who, have, who have relaunched in all different functions, talk about their return to work success and get into the details of how they did it. And then we have ample time for networking. So we have companies there that are interested in hiring people who are returning from career break. And it's such a great environment because all the companies that are there already know that you're going to have a gap on your resume. And you don't have to explain it. It's just a given and it's a judgment-free zone. And we um, educate our attendees ahead of time about which companies are gonna be there. So they have an opportunity to research them and maybe apply for jobs there if they're, if they're ready. And then they can have substantive conversations with the recruiters and representatives once they're there for the day. So it's a full day. And it's, it's really exciting and intensive, and it's all about career reentry strategy and having conversations with employers interested in hiring people returning from career break. This is 321 I Relaunch, your podcast about strategies, advice, and success stories for returning to work after a career break. This is Carol Fishman Cohen, CEO of iRelaunch, and today we're doing something different. Usually I interview our subject, but today we've turned it around and I'm the one being interviewed, and I'm being interviewed by Matthew Temple, who's the Director of Alumni Career and Professional Development for the Kellogg School of Management, and most importantly for us at iRelaunch, he's on our advisory board, and he's been on our advisory board since 2008 and was the first person we spoke with when we were figuring out how to launch our very first iRelaunch Return to Work conference back in 2008. When you say you help companies with career reentry programming, what does that mean? So I'm glad you asked that because people sometimes say, well, what do you actually do when you help the company? So, um, you know, it's been really interesting evolution for us uh, because we've been, we're the pioneering company in the career reentry space. We started it officially in 2007. We were doing this work even before then. So we really have a historical perspective in terms of how the whole space has evolved and, you know, what it looked like pre-recession and post-recession. And then, and now, you know, all these years coming out of the recession, uh, we've seen a whole arc of activity. And I say we're at a real frenzy of activity now. Um, but it, it's been very helpful for us to have the historical per perspective to have been there along the way as it has developed. So 
One of the things that we have is I did a TED Talk, a local Boston TED Talk in late 2015 that was one of the few TED Talks that got elevated to the big TED platform. And since then, we've had over 1.5 million views of this TED Talk. And it's about how to return to work after taking a career break. And it's about um, using internships to engage with people returning to work. And in part because of that talk, uh, and also because of a series of articles I've written for Harvard Business Review, we hear every week inbound, we get inbound unsolicited inquiries every week from individuals, but also from companies that are interested in creating a career reentry program of one kind or another. So usually we first listen to hear um, what the company is interested in doing and what they're thinking about. We uh, do present to senior managements about the landscape of career reentry programs so they know the scope and um, what's happening globally and across industry sectors and what all the different models look like of different types of career reentry programming. And then we work with the companies to pilot a program, create a landing page, write job descriptions, figure out which location it's going to be, how many people are going to be involved, um, what types of roles. We do manager training. We train managers um, before they start for the very first time to um, have a re-entry intern uh, reporting to them if, if the companies decide to do an internship. We do recruiter training. And then we also um, coach the cohort. So usually these interns, if they come in um, for a professional development day or if they come in for an internship program, we do the opening presentation to kick it off. So they get to know each other. They get to think about what does success look like um, if I'm successful at the end of this program um, and a whole, how do I talk about it? What is my new elevator pitch? A whole bunch of different pieces of advice for those interns as they're starting out. So we do that kind of programming. And then when we're working with groups, as I said, we meet every month with the program managers and the program champions, and we make presentations on different parts of building a program and best practices. And then we essentially lead a discussion among all of the peer program managers um, about how they're troubleshooting, uh, questions that they have. Uh, we have a huge database of information. If someone, for example, wants to see videos that companies have put together for their re-entry programs, we, we have an archive of them. If they want to see job sample job descriptions, we can show them six different kinds. So we've collected this historically over the years. So those are the, the kinds of roles that we have. I guess the last piece would be because we have this huge national community, um, we publicize through our email um, communications, through our social media groups, uh, and we help get the word out when uh, companies have open application periods. Actually, following up on what you just said, Carol, how big is the iRelaunch community? So we're now 36,000 people strong, uh, and we've just had an explosion of interest uh, in the iRelaunch community. I'll just give you a, a perfect example. We just decided to, even though we already have a Facebook page and a Twitter page and Instagram and LinkedIn groups and we have our big mailing list, we decided to open up a private Facebook group just about a month ago. And, you know, within a few weeks, we had 600 people sign up and the 
kind of exchange that's going on in this private face group because people have Facebook group people have to um, click in and apply and be accepted to be a member it's not just liking a page like our, our regular Facebook page so it's really a private group but it's a big one uh, and people have been so open about what their particular relaunch situation is and the all the other members in addition to the i relaunch team are lobbying in uh, advice and responses to um, people who put questions out there and tell their stories so it's felt like a really intimate uh, exchange about the most critical um, matters and vulnerabilities that uh, that relaunchers face so uh, that that's been really exciting for us uh, and then through the lean-in uh, chapter that we helped found um, for the lean-in organization we created as our major pro bono initiative lean-in return to work and that is this free platform where people can then form lean-in circles and we also have this wonderful opportunity to engage with people through that uh, beyond that I, whenever I speak, um, I'm speaking on college and university campuses before alumni groups. I'm speaking at professional associations. I'm actually speaking this fall um, in Korea uh, uh, for um, a whole group of employers. Uh, and, you know, I'll be speaking at the Society of Women Engineers uh, annual conference this fall. We have a special track for returning engineers. So all of these different ways, whether it's in person, whether it's through social media, through our email communications, through the Lean In group, we are building our community. And so we say that we, you know, we know that we have 36,000 people and growing, but we feel that our reach has been even bigger than that um, from all these presentations. And then of course, uh, from the TED talk that, that has given us even more exposure. What are some of the countries outside of the US where relaunchers have come from? So that's a great question. So first of all, um, originally, you know, we've run our iRelaunch conference, the iRelaunch Return to Work conference, 20 times since 2008. We've had over 5,400 people come in aggregate. And originally, every quarter we would move to another city until we decided to consolidate and go to New York annually. And now we've added Stanford, the Bay Area, back in. Um, but during those, um, you know, the, the initial years, we, we ran the conference in London twice at London Business School. Uh, we also uh, have a big community from Asia, um, particularly uh, Korea and Japan, because I've been there four times already um, on uh, speaking engagements. Uh, and, and protracted ones too. I'm usually brought out for a week or two at a time uh, to speak in, in, in different cities um, in Korea or in Japan. Um, and then we also have a big community from India. That's been really interesting to us too when we see on our website, uh, I guess that's another place where we interact with people, when we look at our website analytics to see the participation we have from India and also we can see it directly um, in our social media groups because we can see where people are coming from. So that's that's been another place where we've seen um, a lot of interest and activity. Kara, let's just wrap up with one last question. What piece of advice would you give to a relauncher who's interviewing to talk about their career gap? Okay, I like the opportunity to, to um, talk directly to relaunchers about a moment that they might be in in real time with an interviewer. So you're in an interview 
and someone actually says to you, wow, I see you took a seven-year career break. Tell me more about that. And the recommended answer that we have at iRelaunch is to acknowledge that you took the career break, don't apologize for it, and then move on to why you're the best person for the job. So the answer would be, yes, I took a career break to care for my children, and now I can't wait to get back to work. In fact, the reason I'm so excited about this particular role is because when I worked at Xerox, we faced very similar customer challenges. Let me tell you about one of them. And so you see what you're doing here is you're moving on to an anecdote that's relevant to whatever job you're applying for. Now that of course means that you need to have an anecdote for each of your prior significant work and volunteer experiences in order to refer to at these appropriate times during an interview. And that means you need to rethink or think about the past, um, write out these anecdotes from your prior work and volunteer experiences, and then practice saying them out loud so you are comfortable referring to them whenever they become relevant in the interview. That's great advice. Carol, I want to thank you. It's been very fun to flip sides and have me interview you today. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Matthew. It's been very much fun to be interviewed by you. This is Carol Fishman-Cohen, CEO of iRelaunch, and you've been listening to the 321 iRelaunch podcast, where we talk about strategies, advice, and success stories for returning to work after a career break. And today, we flipped our format, and Matthew Temple, who's the Director of Alumni Career and Professional Development for the Kellogg School of Management, has been interviewing me instead of me doing the interview. So Matthew, thank you for being with us. Thanks, Carol. You've been listening to 321 iRelaunch. This is Carol Fishman-Cohen, CEO of iRelaunch. If you want more information about relaunching careers, go to irelaunch.com. Thanks for listening.